guys, welcome back to episode 4 of the Silver Opinion. I'm your host Veer and I hope all of you are at home, staying safe, grinding Valorant. And in this episode, we're going to talk about TC Gauntlet round 1 and round 2 predictions. So in this episode, I'll go over group A and the next episode, I'll go over group B. Without further ado, let's get started. There's some interesting stuff going on. Okay, so the reason I see interesting is not because they were like big upsets or anything in group A, but the games that we expected to go one way were actually a lot closer than we think. Maybe teams were just getting warmed up to each other. It can be anything. But if we head into round one of group A, uh, you sort of see the first matchup that is between Team Inazuma and Insignia that went 2-1 in favor of Inazuma. And honestly, this was the first look at the Inazuma roster. So we've never seen them play Valorant before. They used to play CSGO, as you know. And uh, we didn't see SK Wow play the first match. Uh, we didn't see him play round two either. So I don't know what's going on over there. But Spawn played instead of him. And Spawn fills sort of the same role. I think both of them play like the Reyna or Duelist, I should say, in general. And aim wise, Inazuma looks really strong. Okay, let me tell you, their aim is on point. They don't lack anything there. And first map was Icebox. This is where I felt a little shooken by the Inazuma roster. They dropped the first map, yes. And uh, Fida played the Viper, Omkar played the Sage, not their typical roles as Jet and Smokes. And they didn't look very comfortable with this comp. And they ended up dropping Icebox to Insignia. But when it came to Ascent and Haven, uh, they had really strong performances. And they played their usual comp on both maps, which is the Sova, Jet, Killjoy, Omen and Reyna. The thing was, Spawn on Reno was actually doing very well, I have to tell you. Against stronger teams, will that work? Will it be impactful? I think Arreya should be a better pick. But against Insignia, it really worked out the Reyna pick. And this is a very off-comp meta, so I think stronger teams should be prepared to counter this. Speaking of Insignia, they were running some meta comps, yes. But they didn't look very comfortable in their own skin. TP was playing Jet and Phoenix on Haven, I don't know what usually he plays the Jet. And Deathscope, we saw him pull out three different controls on three different maps. So we saw him play Viper on Icebox, Asta on Ascent, and Omen on Haven. So they've got some figuring out of their compositions to do. Uh, but other than that, it was a pretty interesting matchup. And I did predict Nizuma going to win. So let's head into the second game, which was Global versus Tempest. Went 2 in favor of Global. Yes, you would say it's an expected result. But uh, remember, Global Esports played without Hellranger. Yes, they played without their IGL. So it was probably Kappa or someone calling and Nightmare 2K actually filled in for them. Yeah, they had a decent performance. I think 39-39 on two maps to Tempest. One more thing. On Split, that was the second map, uh, SK Rossi sort of did a yumpy impression. He played a Killjoy. Surprising because I've seen him play Viper on stream, but not the Killjoy. So I don't know what was going on there, but he outfragged Lightning Fast on the Reyna. So like, I'm not even complaining. Man is super talented on a rifle as well. Not just the operator. He's showing he's not a one trick. So that's about global esports. But when you talk about Tempest, I think Drixot is a monster opper. Okay. Like he gets caught off guard a lot of times. But if he can pick his fights properly as he develops, maybe they lack the experience. But as he develops, he can become a monster opper. Like if he were to enter a penis measuring contest with SK Rossi, I think he can challenge him. Okay, that's how I, that's how good I think Drixot is. And he even had a positive KD versus SK Rossi. So, he's good. And Tempest also plays a lot of very meta comps. Like, they play Astra Viper on Ascent. Okay, they have the tools to hold. But their defense has historically been weak and it even showed in this game. I don't know if it's a comms problem or they're not getting good reads or what. But 
I think they even need more experience. But like Tempest is really good. Uh, they play meta, and they're having some tough matchups initially. And I hope they can get better. So coming to third matchup, we have F1 taking on Simple. This I thought was going to be a two-zero in favor of F1, but it turned out to be not so simple because. <laughs> Okay, I'll stop with the jokes because it went to one, and uh, simple actually got one map off of them, and that was because of some crazy antics. I'll come to that, but it was thirteen seven, nine thirteen, thirteen nine. So it was not a big blowout as such. And uh, RVK and Rafa were like the standout players, right? RVK is so good on the Sentinel. He's top five Sentinel for me in India, and Rafa is also very flexible duelist. He pulled out all his tools. He pulled out Phoenix. He pulled out Reyna. He pulled out the Rays. Did a lot of stuff. So, Avik and Rafa really good. And coming to map two, <laughs> the trump card for simple power. Right, power is a jet player. He played legit three weapons the whole game. He played the shorty, he played the judge, and he played the op. Like he destroyed F one, and you could see F one like really shaken on ascent while they were playing against the shotgun. And he just carried simple like he was by far top rank. I think he had ten frags over the second place in his team. But yeah, I was tripping while watching that match. It was so ridiculous. And uh, yeah, speaking about F1, they didn't have the best performance this game. Uh, Night Rider didn't really turn up that much. But yeah, Simple showed a really strong face. So I hope for more from Simple. Coming to the fourth match of round one and the final match of round one, it was Valor versus Godlike. O2 in favor of Godlike. Very expected result, but Valor really showed why I put them in fourth place. Right, nine thirteen, nine thirteen losses. It was actually pretty pretty close and. The only thing that I saw from Valor is their poor attack. Right, they went up eight four on ascent, on defense, but they got only one round on attack. That one round also they burned like four ultis and uh, versus just one on guard like, and like Bullet and Buster had to hit some really crazy shots on aim and because they got pushed back by the Killjoy ultimate from guard like, and uh, forget post plants. Usually teams alter post plants, but these guys couldn't even get onto the site and. Got like played some stunning defense. I have to tell you, Deathmaker switched off the jet for the first time, letting Antidote play the jet. He is criminally underrated on the rifle. Let me tell you, like people asked why is DM switching. This is why he's switching. He is so good on the rifle. Like people don't give him credit for it, but he held so well with the rifle. His new role, and I hope to see more of Deathmaker in the future on on uh, non-jet duelists. And one more thing about Godlike that's interesting to mention is Flex didn't play either of the maps, so I don't know how like, how he's going to transition from that. Traditional duelist role he's been playing. He plays Sage. I think he's played Brimstone as well. So we'll have to see. So that closes out for round one. We'll head into round two. So round two, the first matchup we had was actually Valor versus Insignia. Uh, it went up two one. Again, expected result, but map one was Haven where Insignia won. Uh, Buster played KJ for some reason. I don't know why he swapped out from his Phoenix role that he usually plays on Haven. Uh, very very surprising switch up, I should say, and. Um, Stroki is their main sentinel player, so I honestly don't get it. But I mean, he's still top frag for Valor playing the KJ. So like, um, Bind was a little too close for comfort, and INS sort of won the last three rounds. So I mean, it was really rough game to watch. And uh, map three was like the peak Valor play. Like they outplayed INS so hard on map three, and two one result, good for Valor and Insignia again showing how strong they are. uh they even two one against in the zuma previous round this two one against valor so they're really making some mark here uh coming to f1 versus tempest which is the second map of round 2 it was a 2-0 in favor of f1 and yeah tempest were again up against a very strong team 
um, previous loss to Global now against F1. And it's rough indeed having first two games against two of the best teams in the group. And like this matchup, I'll tell you, it was it was just so good. It was like straight objective. Okay. Like Knight Rider had plus 23. He had a field day. He had plus 23 across two maps. And Drixot had a performance to forget. Like his jet play wasn't really on point. 12 and 37 across two maps. Minus 25 KDA, not the best. Like I'll say this again and again. Stats aren't everything here, but like this was a straight objective. So F1 Tempest 2-0, uh, well played from Tempest, but F1 was able to like put up an expected result. Coming to third matchup was uh, GE versus Inazuma. So this is a match that I was very excited to watch because of uh, Inazuma's uh, beautiful gameplay. And this time around, GE 2 would them, but without SK Rossi. So last time Hellranger wasn't there, this time SK Rossi wasn't there. Again, they got Nightmare 2 k to fill in. And map 1, which is Haven, 13-11. A little too close for comfort for Global there, but and Spawn like really showed up this match. Uh, he played the Rena again and he hit his shots. I have to tell you, it was insane. And Inazuma were somehow able to pull out the last five rounds on defense. Very very close for GE again, and they like they didn't even play for strats. They yoloed it onto one side. They just took the fights, and Spawn got some amazing luck timing. And uh, there was there was another round where they just yeeted down a shot. Uh, and uh, G have to commend them for the last round. It was a, a brilliant post plant win from them. And uh, map two was just G domination. Like this outplayed them. And uh, spawn was a no show this map. Last map he played very well. And uh, this map it was a no show for him. Like the comp didn't even click for Inazuma. And DJ Skills was having a field day that day, so he was popping, probably compensating for Skerosi not being there. I don't know what. But yeah, that was a Good matchup, interesting matchup. Didn't expect it to go 13-11 on a map, but yeah, expected result again. Uh, the final map for round two was actually Godlike versus Simple. That went to uh, domination from Godlike. 13-5 on bind, 13-4 on ascent. Not a very exciting game, I would say. And Deathmaker like really stuck to his name. He gave death to Simple like across two maps, 47 and 22 on that non-jet duelist roll. Plus 25 KDA and this like Godel peak form just slapping teams below them. And yeah, that wraps it up for group A. We saw two rounds of gameplay. Uh, next episode, we'll head into group B. So make sure to check that out right below this one. So signing off on the Silver Opinion is Veer. I'll catch you in the next one.